What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Just Manny. I'm here today with a good friend of mine, Fatima, which is also a best friend to my girlfriend, Andrea. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the what the coronavirus could potentially be doing to the environment and also should El Chapo be free. Say everybody, say hi to everybody, Fatima. Hey, everyone. I hope everyone is having a great, safe day. Everyone's staying healthy and in their houses. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. A lot of people still going out there, hanging out with their friends, you know, getting into bigger groups of more than six, sometimes even 10. I've driven around Charlottesville, which is my city. And there's still people out there playing in the parks in like big groups that I'm like, hey, if y'all want to keep doing it, that's that's up to y'all. But people definitely need to start being a little bit more conscious about the self-distancing. Yep. Now I'm Fatima, over here shaking my head. Uh, you, <laughs> now, Fatima, you, which, which topic would you want to start with first? The, the environment and coronavirus or... I think, yeah, I think we should start with the environment and how it's affecting, um, how the pandemic is affecting the environment. I think that's like really important to talk about because I feel like that's something we haven't been addressing. Now, do you think it's, it's doing a lot of harm to the environment? No, I think the opposite. I think, honestly, it's doing a really good thing because I feel like what no one has noticed, but I feel like, um, well, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have noticed, but it's something that it's not really talked about. It's kind of just like something positive. You know, I feel like right now with something, there's like a lot of negativity in the news and the media, you know, because this is a scary time right now. But I feel like, on you know, if you think about it on the positive note, I think that the environment is actually looking much better. I mean, if you actually look or, like, if you heard on the news or, like, whatever, like, right now, Italy, like, Venice, the water cleared up because there's no, like, motorboats, you know, driving around. And also in Mexico City, the pollution has gone down a little bit. I heard in India also... Because, you know, there's not many cars, there's not many people. So I think, honestly, you know, not you, this affected me and affected everyone in my household. But I feel like we kind of needed it. Yeah, I, I think I think we did need this little bit of little break of everyone going to everywhere, like flying and then also driving cars every day. There's been a lot less traffic, I've noticed. And also not many people are flying out anywhere. One of my friends recently, he just went to California like three days ago. I'm like, you're crazy. He just went to pick up his uh, sister, but I'm like, that's still a little crazy out there. It's, I hear it's pretty bad out in California, too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, some... honestly, go ahead. I feel like we were forced into it, but it's kind of like a good thing in a way. Yeah, and I also feel like we should have maybe, what, what do you think about the whole thing China did where it was mandatory for people to actually stay indoors. They couldn't even leave their houses. Do you think the U S should have maybe done that? 
I mean, I think that, you know, it sounds like a scary thing to do, but it only sounds like the best thing to do just because I don't I don't think I've ever turned on the TV nowadays where they don't say that there's more cases. I feel like every single day they're like, oh, this many people just died last night and then these many cases just, you know, showed up today. And I feel like that should be a little alarming, you know, like, hey, maybe we should do the same thing. And the thing, too, is that it took, I don't know, China, like how many days, like 70 something days. And they did a full lockdown, kind of not like as soon as it became a thing, but, you know, a little bit sooner than what we're doing now. And they did a full lockdown. So imagine we're not even doing a full lockdown. So we're just I feel like we're here for the long run. Like this isn't going anywhere. Yeah, that's that's what also I was talking with a coworker that it could go away a little bit in the summer, but it could come back a lot stronger in the fall. Yeah, that is true, especially if, like, I feel like half of the people are taking it serious and then the other half are not. Like, there is, there's no point of me staying at home. Not, um, there's no point of me staying at home, you know, everyone, like, staying in, loosening their jaws when, like, the other half of the people are not caring and, like, having gatherings at the park and not, like, making sure they're six feet apart when they go to the store. Like, I think those little small details are so important. And I feel like people are just like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, not really taking it serious. Yeah, a lot of people definitely I've seen that really aren't taking this seriously. But then you have a lot of other people who I've seen some videos where some people get mad at other people for driving around in cars with like five or six people in there. And they'll try to, like, pull them over. I feel like, let's just throw that out there. As a Mexican, I'm like, okay, look, y'all can't say that we can't even get together with six people because it's like 10 of us living in the same household. So <laughs> let's just start with that one. <laughs> I'm like, there's an exception when it comes out to the Mexicans. But no, 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 completely, like... If, you know, the little things are that matter. I know a lot of people, you know, whether um, you have four or five, six people in a household, I think, you know, if one person only leaves the house to get the essential things, that's perfect. You know, there's no need for, like, a four-people trip to the grocery store. I feel like, no. Like, we should still, you know, like, yeah, go out if you need to buy food, whatever, but do not go out in groups. Like, definitely stay in the house, like still, you know, just keep doing your best. I feel like if everyone just tries their hardest, that's all we can do, you know? But yeah, I mean, I've been going to the grocery store by myself at least once or twice a week for little things here and there that we need. But I never really go with my parents or my brother. My mom doesn't even want to go out anymore. Yeah, it's like scary out there, I feel like. Because you could be, you know, doing all the precautions, but if not everybody else is taking care of themselves like you are. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, scary to think that because people are being, you know, not cautious enough that you could just, like, bring it back to your home where your family is. Oh, yeah, and especially I've seen um, also on the news that some girl was saying that she had the coronavirus and she was going to get as many people as she could infected. And I think they put her in jail or something like that, and she has to pay a Oh, my fine. God. 
Yeah. As they should. I mean, why would you say something like that? Like, that is very, that, that's crazy. Exactly. I mean, there's people out there also just going into grocery stores or Walmarts, big stores, and coughing on stuff, licking stuff. And, I know. And like, why are people so dumb? Like, what's the point? You're just making it worse. Exactly. And I feel like some of these people just clearly want attention, and they actually don't care for anybody for, but themselves. Yeah, that's definitely a, a lot of Because if you people. actually cared about humanity, you would not be doing these dumb things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's another topic. So I <laughs> <laughs> But no, for sure, I feel like, honestly, I feel like that we needed this break because I, I, we, you know, we take this for granted. We take little things like going outside for granted. I know I did. Like, I never thought, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be locked inside the house, not going out. Like, you know, I never thought about that. And then look look at us now. Mm-hmm. But for sure, you know, a lot of people are... You know how sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I don't have time. Like, today is the time. Like, there's no more excuses. You know, if you're saying you're going to learn how to cook, this is a time to learn. If you're saying you're going to do this, like, home project, this is the time. Like, this is just the time to actually do the things that, you know, you you really don't have time for sometimes. That's another thing. I feel like a lot of people have been taking this time to do that. Like, they're doing new things learning a new language, learning how to play an instrument. But then you have these people that just watch Netflix all day. Like, literally, the whole... Dang, that's me. Why whole, you throwing shit? Hey, no, girl, I mean, hey, hey, hey. I mean, ain't nothing wrong watching a few hours of Netflix here and there, but don't waste your whole day. But that vocal. Yeah, yeah. Don't, waste, don't, don't do a whole, like, 18 hours sit down and watch Netflix. I mean, I do 20 and then 4 for, like, my... You know, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, baby. <laughs> No, for sure. I think that's very important. You know, like one thing that I have not done in a long time that I started doing was read a dang book. So I mm-hmm. definitely got myself a book. And I think, you know what I want to do, like, because I have a Kindle, so I've been doing it there. But one thing I want to do is um, hear an audible. Like, I have not done that. And I think that's what I want to do. Get an audible book and oh, just yeah. like listen to it. I've actually I've actually used Audible a few times. It's pretty nice. I like I don't know. It's like actually listening to somebody tell you something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like you know I've never done it, so it's like new. But I'm definitely willing to try it. Yeah, I mean it's more like I mean it depends. Also, I've I've heard I've heard a few audio books, and some are a little bland because you know like the person reading the book is just like. Hmm. <laughs> But some people are actually, like, some books I've heard, they go into it. They'll be like, oh, yeah, and then the ocean crashed and knocked the car over and this. And I'm like, okay, it's okay. <laughs> You're like, I see you, John. Okay, I see you, I see you Big Pimpin'. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's true, that's true. I definitely do got to give Audible a try because that's something I've never, like, done. So, I'm... I'm excited about that, but I also don't know which books I want to do. I feel like I need like people to recommend some good books. Hmm. Well, right now I got I have a few books that I've been reading. I mean, I know not like I'm a little I'm not like 
crazy religious, but I still I read like a chapter of the Bible every night because I try to get that in my head. And yeah. Then, um, I've been reading this one book. Well, I haven't been reading it in a while. It's called The uh, Pimp by Iceberg Slim. The Pimp? Yeah, so it's like the story of his life. Oh. Yeah, it's it's like a real pimp. His name's Iceberg Slim, and he talks about what he went through and how he had to go through the whole situation of becoming a pimp and everything. He Like, pretty much every, his whole life story. Oh, that that sounds pretty good. I'm yeah. always down to here. That's a pretty good one. You and know? then I have another one called uh, Mysteries of the Mexican Pyramids. That's a really oh, good book. Oh, which one? Like all of them, or like? Yeah, um, it has it has all of them. Oh, that's I'm always. Oh my god, when I went to Mexico this time in the summer, I went to the pyramids for the first time, like as an adult, and. We kept hearing like all of the stories and the history, and oh my god, I'm always down to hear about you know our ancestors because it's so crazy how they actually lived in those places and all. Like wow, it like honestly amazes me. It's definitely a really good book to read. I mean, it goes into depth to how um, some priests were even um, interviewed for that book and they said like the other priests that they used that would they were pretty much ordained under you know like to become a priest they would tell them stories about how when they would go and visit the the pretty much all the all the how how would you put it like the incans the mayans the aztecs yeah, yeah, yeah and they would say like they weren't as savage as the other people would put them out to be you know like they weren't they were actually very kind they would they were willing to give you like pretty much the shirt off their back they would give you anything like pretty much today well how some mostly some hispanics are still kind of that nice but yeah i mean they, I they feel, would do honestly, that honestly i feel like i feel like that can kind of transition to how the modern narcos are are now you know i feel like the everyone like maya thinks you know aztec like they were regular human beings, right? But then at the end of the day, they still had to defend their land. They mm-hmm. still had to, you know, like look, like look for food, and you know they believed in their own gods and what whatnot, you know. And I feel like honestly, that's, you know, everyone has their own opinion about like narcos, but in all honesty, like Mexican people know that they've helped out, you know, the poor. Yeah, I mean that that too. I feel like narcos have helped out a lot, a lot of people in Mexico, and they always put the bad side. And just okay. like um, yeah, the part where my mom's from, she's from Jalisco, and they have a cartel down there, the cartel de Jalisco, and they're actually not as bad as people bring them out to be. They they're taking care of the land, they're taking care of the people, and they're doing the right thing. They're keeping out the the you know the messed up people from trying to come into Jalisco and tearing it all up. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot has to do with you know greed. Of mm-hmm. course, at the end of the day, it's a business, right? But to me, it's like once people get greedy, you know, they have to start defending themselves, and then that's when I feel like everything starts going down. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like a lot of people don't realize that these people are giving, you know, the poor 
job and they pay more than like what the government is willing to give them, you know? And as sad as it is, you know, Mexico is a third world country and not everybody can afford to live a comfortable life on like certain salaries. So, you know, as sad as it is, people have to look for side gigs. Yeah, definitely. That's why, you know, a lot of people from Mexico try to come up here because there's not really much work to do out in Mexico other than, you know, growing produce and taking care of your farm animals, how we used to do. But, you know, Mm -hmm. people can't live like that as the years go by and stuff starts to be more modern. You can't really exactly, yeah. Yep. That is very true, which, by the way, leads us to our next topic, since we're already in the narco subject. <laughs> Let's talk about Mr. Joaquin <laughs> Guzman. <laughs> so, I mean, I really don't think he should have even been put in jail. I mean, I get it. He killed a lot of people, but he also helped out a lot of people. I hear he was actually a pretty good guy. He wasn't as bad as all these people made him out to be. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I first of all, I'm like, how'd you get caught, Shawty? Like, why? Who did that? Oh, did you did you check out his interview? Like the whole interview behind it? Uh, which one? Like, I mean, I forgot which one it was, but my friend was telling me um, that whole time they were in the mountains. And they had to get some mercancia out, which is, you know, product in Spanish, for those of y'all who don't speak Spanish. But yeah, um, they had to get some product out and they didn't have a phone. Like, you know, they, they normally used one of the pay phones, but they didn't have a pay phone close to them. So a guy had to get away from the mountain a little bit and use his cell phone. And supposedly that's how they got him. I bet because I feel like they were just like tracking down on him and they were just kind of waiting for a little you know like signal I guess and that's that's what it was that's that's the thing though like you know that's another thing I can go into a whole background about the government but I'm not gonna do that because you know that's for another time that's another time I know oh my god let me tell you I have a lot to say but (laughs) (laughs) but they could pretty much, I feel like they could find anybody they want, but they don't want to tell us. They have that technology. Oh, absolutely. Have you seen, I forgot that documentary by this like, uh, guy from the UK, I believe. Um, and it was about him finding El Chapo. And like, he was legit up there, like in La Sierra. And he, um, you know, they were the cameras were following them and stuff like that, blah, blah. They were like talking to a bunch of people that were working with him. And he would be like, um, okay, I'm gonna see you guys tomorrow. Things like that, like in the documentary. And I think at the end, they did not meet up with him, but they, um, you know, they were so close to doing it. And it was just like, wow, it's so crazy how the government's been looking for him, but yet they haven't found him. And I'm like, no, the government knows where he is. This whole thing is like a whole business, you know, mm-hmm. like. They don't want trouble, so they, they don't want to lock him up. But, you know, then when it's convenient for them to give him up, then they will. 
Exactly. I feel like that's what happened. They just gave him up. Yeah, they, I mean, I feel like a bunch of people went against him and were like, well, we want to do things a different way. Just like they did with, you know, Miguel Angel, Felix Gallardo. Like, they they did pretty much the same thing to him. They were like, well, you over here doing all this stuff. Now we want to do our own. And plus, he killed, he he pretty much sent to kill that family too at the end of that, that one episode. Yeah, that's true. I mean, no, it's so crazy because um, a lot of people, you know, now because of Netflix and all that, they know about these new, like, Mexican narcos. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've been known because I, like, really love research on narcos. So then, like, I knew about Miguel Angel Gallardo, like, a while back because um, when El Señor de los Cielos came up like that, one novella or like the series or whatever i was like who is this guy like amado carrillo and then i like looked him up did a lot of research and then i you know that's when i found out about miguel angel and then um what's his name um caro yeah caro quintero him too so you know like i like found out about them and i was like oh my god this is so cool and then they Years later, that's when they started coming up with the narco. Like, first with Pablo Escobar, now this one. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so crazy how now it's, like, a thing. But before, it was, like, so scary. It was, like, not something that people would talk about, blah, blah, blah. It was, like, bad, I think, in Mexico. And then now it's, like, I think everywhere. You know, I never I never really got into the um, the Pablo Escobar narcos. I, I started watching narcos when it's just Mexico. Um, I have never actually, well, I think I watched it like a little bit, but I never actually watched that one either. I only watched the novella, Mm -hmm. which I think honestly is a thousand times better because it's way more detailed. Like it tells you more. It actually has scenes from like back in, you know, back in the day. And, you know, it just gives you way more information than this one. Like, I feel like this one is more like, you know, fit for Netflix. It's more like PG-13-ish, whereas the novella was more like rated R and it was like more into detail. So I thought that one was better because when I started watching it, I was like, what is this? And like the fact that I couldn't get that they changed the character, like Pablo was somebody else. His accent sucks, by the way, but um, the original one from the novella was completely like, oh my God, this is definitely like Pablo. Like he was like, he looks like him and sounded like him. So I thought that one was better, but so so the you know, Pablo in the in the narco show wasn't all that. I don't, not to me, not to me. Just because I had already watched the other one, I thought the other one was better. But I mean, obviously, everybody that does that never watched the original novella. I feel like will like the Netflix because you know it's like it's different. Mm-hmm. But. So what do you think? Do you think that this is the end of El Chapo or do you think that he still has a lot more? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know how much he he has left still in jail either. But, I mean, I don't know if he could get back into it because, you know, there's, there's just so much already going on in Mexico that he just comes back and they'll be like, oh, so you expect you, you know, after you've been gone for so long, you just welcome back like but i don't know if they're gonna he might have to just go somewhere else 
I mean, I have a feeling that, well, didn't he get life in prison already? I, I think know. he got life in prison. I don't know. I I'm not sure. If, was he sentenced? I don't know. I feel like I didn't really pay attention to that. But I feel like, I don't, I mean, it, it'll be really hard for him to escape. Like, this isn't Mexico anymore, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's the U.S. But I feel like if he did do his job as far as being a leader and more like having everybody else do the job, then I feel like they will be able to continue the cartel and make it what it was, you know, or what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it, it's so crazy because I feel like cartels of Mexico first started off of, like, drugs, and now they're, like, kidnapping and, you know, doing all this bunch of other crap that I'm like, all right, this is just, like, dumb stuff that you guys do not need to be doing. Like, focus on your... Focus on the number one thing, which is selling drugs. Exactly. Like, they over here robbing little liquor stores and and then sequestrando big people, like, for getting a couple hundred thousand dollars here and there. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like, honestly, I feel like that's the new generation. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like, you know, th- with the newer generation coming up these days, that I feel like they're just trying to do a bunch of things different. Yeah, they're like trying to look up for like other things but i'm just like i don't i mean but then again you know the police has already tracked down so many like ways that they smuggle drugs and all the illegal activities that they do so i mean i if i'm putting myself in in, like a criminal you know like positions or whatever like they're running out of ideas Mm -hmm. in a way like there's no you know, because back then when they started the whole tunnels and they started, like, flying over and then they did, like, you know, mules and all that, like, you know, technology is obviously increasing and then the police is getting smarter. So all of those things don't even exist no more. They have to get, like, very creative in order to, you know, cross all of the drugs over here. Yeah, I feel like, I mean... I bet they probably even use drones to the point. Oh, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure they do. Like, I feel, you know, like there's little smaller cameras and then all of that. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure like both the police and the cartels use drones. Mm hmm. So, this is like everyone's starting to learn, you know, they got to make sure that they're one step ahead of one another, but. It's just, you know, I feel like it's it's kind of hard just because, like how I said previously, they do give people jobs, you know, and I know it's not, you know, a good job. It's, you know, an illegal job, but I feel like a lot of these people are so poor that they have no other choices. Mm-hmm. But to, you know, to join the organization and try to get their family some money because shit is expensive out here oh yeah it ain't ain't cheap it definitely ain't cheap and you know people trying to get the latest iphones and you know it's a struggle (laughs) 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 they be like in the pueblos they be like i want an iphone but i'm like you got the iphone money huh it's like you got that iphone money yeah, you got the iPhone money. Now you got to work for the iPhone. That's one thing, too. Like, you, you know, you go back to your rancho, and then everyone's like, oh, man, you over there making that big money. I'm like, yeah, but the way you're making it, the way you spend it, it's just like out here. 
You know, yeah, you're exactly. making less. I'm like, you're making yeah, less in a Mexico. lot of people think that because you live in the U.S., you're making all this money. But I'm like, you guys have no idea. Like, we work for what we have. You know, rent is expensive. And, like, one thing that I was, you know, I was, like, talking to my mom when this whole thing about the shutdown happened. And I was like, oh, you know, the good thing is that, and I and I told her, I was like, I, I don't know exactly what the percentage in the country is, but most people in Mexico own their own land. Yeah. You know, they don't, it's not like here where you buy a house and you're still paying it off a hundred years later. Over mm -hmm. there, it's like, they own it, you know, they don't pay rent yeah. or pay a mortgage. All they pay is probably like water and electricity and probably gas. But I'm like, so, you know, that's, you know, a positive from over there, at least a lot of people don't have to worry about rent, not like here. Even if you own a house, you still got to pay it off. So I'm like, yeah, technically no one here is a house owner. But then also, like, we we truly don't really own anything either because even though you pay off your car, you pay off your house, you're still paying a yearly tax. Yeah, Every that is true. You know? year. Every and I'm like, joke here. I'm like, you shouldn't even, why are you taxing this shit? Like, in the first place, all this land was stolen a long time ago, and yet you're over here selling it and taxing shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm like, this preach, ain't even preach. y'all's land. No, yeah, that is a, that is so true. And that's what I was, you know, like, one thing I was like, um, I feel a little bit better. Because, you know, like, with this whole pandemic, like, I low-key feel for, like, so many people, like, countries and stuff, like, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel bad for these people. I feel bad for that people. You know, because luckily I'm okay. I, you know, I'm good. Like, I, I have no complaints or anything like that with, you know, being at home. Obviously, I'm not working, but I'm saying, like, I'm healthy. I'm here. I, you know, I'm good. Exactly. But I'm saying other people, they probably can't, um, you know, they they go to sleep worried about not being able to pay rent or what they're going to eat the next day or how they're going to afford their bills. So, you know, I always think about that. I'm just like, oh, my God, I hope that, you know, like this either ends soon or people can get some type of help because it's, it's tough out here right now. I mean, also a lot of people, I mean, a lot of places are still hiring, you know, like Walmart, a bunch of stores and, and everything like that. But a lot of people were just used to their jobs that they don't want to go searching for anything else. But then you, I mean, have, you have those families that have like four or five kids. And I mean, if you lose your job and you got four or five kids, you got to go out there and find another job. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's so many like pros and cons to that though. Like I completely agree with you, but say for example, if you know, I'm a single mom and I have one, even one child, you know, either the baby or the toddler or whoever was in school. And then right now they have to be like homeschooled. And if I lost my job, I mean, I technically can't get another job because who's going to take care of my kid because they're not going to school. Yeah. I mean, mind you, you can probably find somebody to babysit, you know, Saturday and Sunday, but what about every other day? So I feel like that's one thing. And then another thing is I know that I can like, go out there and try to find myself a job or whatever, like you said, at least at Walmart, whatever. But I feel like right now, I mean, at least today, it's getting so, so bad with a lot of people being um, being um, infected that it's so scary to think about, like, me going out there, you know? I, I, I just feel like as, as 
kind of like bad as it sounds, I feel like it's honestly safer for people to just stay in, you know, um, because you're over here risking your life for a few bucks when you could literally, I could literally, you know, like get a job and then tomorrow, like get infected. Why? Because people are not like taking care of themselves out there. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you know, the I need the job and the money, but it's like, Mm, uh, uh, to what cost, you know? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. kind of like no point in me having a job for a few days. The next thing you know, I get infected and I have to stay my ass in the house again. Yeah, you're going to have to end up getting quarantined yourself. Yeah, and then now I have to, what if I get, you know, my family infected, which is, I don't know, I feel like it's scary. Like, of course, you know, who wouldn't want, like a lot of people have never, this pandemic has taught them a lot. A lot of people that I know work like two jobs Monday through Friday or like Monday through Sunday. They, they don't know what a vacation is or a day off is, you know, a lot of people are like, I can't be in the house. Like I gotta, you know, do something. And it's like, I understand, like I will want to be doing stuff too, but it's like, everyone just has to, you know, how they say in Spanish, poner su granito de arroz or arena, arena. I, why did I say arroz? <laughs> no, it's arena. But yeah, like we all just have to pitch in and try to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. We all gotta, we all gotta do our part. That's right. Do it for, do it for, you know, like for people that just do it for people that do it for the essentials. You know, yeah. honestly, people out there are risking their lives every single day for us to be in the house. Shout out to Leo, whatever. He's an essential. Shout out to Dre. <laughs> <laughs> They're both essentials for sure. You know, she works at a hospital. He works at a grocery store. And, you know, we need them both. Exactly. Like both. Got to keep, gotta keep that food going. Got to keep the people healthy. Exactly, exactly. So it's like people don't get it. Like, I know they wish they were at home, you know? Like, I'm pretty sure that, you know, not a lot of people go to work scared AF. Like, you never know if I'm going to catch something. So we need to do it for those people that are risking their lives. Like, honestly, people don't get it. Yeah, my job has, uh, it's still open. Cause I mean, it's this kind of like it's kind of like office slash warehouse, but a lot of people yeah. they la- they laid off for now in the warehouse because there was a lot of people working in the warehouse, but they had to like uh, I still work three days a week, and then um, I work another two days with my dad, so at least to keep my five days. Just like you said, you know, some people don't like to stay home. Some people just gotta do something. That's I mean, I feel kind of bad, but. At the same time, like I'm out there, at least I'm not touching anybody. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing yeah. my work. I'm not coming into contact. So as long as I'm not coming into contact with random people, wearing my gloves and my mask, I'm all right for now, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I feel like if you're taking care of yourself, you should be fine. But you know, yeah, I, I totally feel for like the people that have to come into contact with human beings every day in this pandemic because i feel like that is very scary yeah especially for people like leo you know grocery stores you got to be constantly moving stuff around bring out some more stuff and then Mm -hmm. and then like uh i mean if you're in the produce section there's also people out there touching stuff and putting it back 
And so you don't really know what you're grabbing, what's coming up next. So that's another thing. Exactly. When I go to the grocery store, and you know, I got to have my fruit and vegetables, but I'm just like, I don't know if someone grabbed this banana or someone grabbed this apple before I grabbed it. I know. Well, like, we've been, whenever we go, we make sure we, like, sanitize every single thing before we actually put it inside of the house. Like, you know, we wear gloves, a mask, whatever. We, you know, shop, whatever, come home, and then we have everything sanitized. So, like, we take everything out of boxes. We wipe, you know, like, stay like bottles down. All the fruit and veggies have to be, like, soaked in, like, water in this little thing, you know, to disinfect. Like, it's, like, it's a whole production. That should be more tiring than shopping itself. <laughs> but, you know, it has to be necessary for, you know, for everyone's health. But it is, it's very, like, it's so different. It's tough. But um, honestly, like, I try my best not to ever complain just because, like, we could have a worse. And this is definitely not bad compared to what could happen, you know, or, or, or other people. Like, we definitely have it good. You know, I feel like if you have a roof over your head, if you have some food, that's it. You're good. Like, especially a lot, of people, a lot of people don't have beds. A lot of people don't have running water. They can't take a shower every day like we can. So it's definitely a blessing to wake up and you, you're in your bed, you get up, you take a shower, eat, eating good food, you got a roof over your head. A lot of people don't have that. For sure, for sure. I, I definitely feel you. Like, I was telling my mom that, you know, I definitely feel for the people that are, you know how there's a lot of um, immigrants in the border right now, like, waiting to, like, see a judge and stuff like that and I'm just like can you imagine them like that is so freaking scary I'm like that is so scary because you know where are they gonna go to like they live in these like tents so it's like can you imagine like one person gets infected and then everybody else is pretty much infected like where do they go like where do they run they they have nowhere to go that's yeah that's another sad thing a lot of people unfortunately you're going through that in Mexico and even some of uh, my family's so like my cousin's husbands or my other cousin's wives like they try to come over here you know with a work visa to get some work but uh, I think they tried to come over here last month and they sent them back like they were on their way and they were like well we can't let anybody in right now so they right now they're just waiting until they can actually get some work Oh my god, that's so crazy! Yeah, they had to go back to the rancho. Like I think it was like at least six or seven of my cousins that they their wives and husbands had to come back. Wow. Yeah. Well, what's also really scary is I feel like a lot of people, and I'm talking about Latinos because I know a lot of cases. They're going back to their countries right now. And I'm like, no, you don't even know. Why would you want to go and bring that mess over there? Like, so my cousin, I was talking to him on Wednesday. And he said he was supposed to go to a wedding with his girlfriend in Guerrero. Like, in Guerrero. So they were going to go to a wedding. But then last minute, I think, last week. It was supposed to be this weekend, I think. Last week, it got canceled because... I think the bride's, like, Theo, who came from over here, he, like, was living here and then went over there for the wedding. He went, I think, like, a week or two early 
he had the coronavirus and infected like a few people in El Rancho. And I'm like, can you imagine? Damn. Like, why would you even do that? So he came from over here and then he infected the people? Yeah, so from here, yeah, from here, he went over there for the wedding in Guerrero, and then he infected a few people because he had the virus. Come and on, I'm like, if so, exactly. I'm like, first of all, why would you even leave? You know it's bad. Like, people think, like, oh, let me just go right now to Mexico City and be quarantined over there with the cousins. No, like, stay your ass home. Like, people don't get it. He could have gotten infected in the plane, like, they're, they're saying they're cleaning, whatever. No, I don't believe that. It's, it's No. It's not safe anywhere but in your house, to be honest. Yeah. And, and honestly, we still supposedly had a trip, you know, to go to Cali in August. And the way things are looking, I don't really know if we're still going to go or not. No, I was thinking, like, Honestly, you know, a lot of people are like, I can't wait till this is over. I'm going to go out as soon. And I'm like, I'm not. You're not going to see me out in public unless I'm going to go to work, of course, because I have to. I need to be making money. I will be bringing my ass back home because I feel like one is going to be saturated with people. That's one. And I already like don't like humans, period. But (laughs) two, I'm like, I don't know if they're still going to be in the air. I'm not really going to trust anything. And then three, like airplanes? No, I'm not getting on a plane till for a while. Maybe at the end of the year. Shoot, I probably, yeah, I probably want, I'm not going to go until January go to Mexico next year. Yeah, yeah. same, because I feel like it's not really safe. I mean, I people, it's because sometimes I feel like people really don't care. They don't. So they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm not really that sick. And then next thing you know, they get on a plane and then, you know, go ahead and infect people like i don't know i just feel like i just don't honestly this has taught me that i don't trust human beings like i do not trust in them because <laughs> not everybody has the same you know like mentality that you do like i yeah. said like i'm over here protecting myself when i go to the store and i see people with their bare hands i see people not caring i see people you know so i'm just like okay okay like all right how, why am i taking care of myself if you're not trying to take care of you know yourself either and stuff so i don't know i feel like that's i it has taught me that like people just don't get it you can't trust anybody because you tell them stay home they don't they can't even do that a -hmm. simple thing to stay home but that's another thing like do you now do you think that everything about the coronavirus is true like everything that they bring it out into the news and or do you think that they're they're using this coronavirus to actually hide something bigger that they're trying to plant. I mean, honestly, with all governments and like, I think, you know, the government is shady. Of course, there's always behind, there's always something behind something. Do I know exactly what it is with this? No. Mm -hmm. Do I think they're hiding something right now? I don't know. But do I think everything that the media says? Absolutely not. It's not true because the media lies. Like they're liars. They're really lying all the time. And the thing, too, is that right now I feel like, you know, say, for example, they're like, oh, there's 100 new cases today. I'm like, are there really 100 or is there like 200 because you haven't tested the other 100 people? So it's like, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, the numbers are off. One, numbers are definitely off. And then, two, I feel like the media and, like, I just, it's so crazy how dumb the media can be because I feel like they're, everybody's on a different page. Like, for some reason, 
Trump says one thing and then someone else says another and then another. And I'm just like, wait, you guys should have talked about this and then you could have said it out to the public because I feel like that's also one thing that the media makes it way scarier than what it is. And this is why people were like, you know, shopping for like a thousand rolls of toilet paper. I'm like, okay, why? what was that about? Exactly. Like, why... Why are these people buying out? And then they bought out all these toilet paper rolls, and then they try to return them. Like I think, I think oh, yeah. a few weeks ago, a lot of people yeah. try to return the toilet paper. And they're like, nope, we're not accepting it. I'm sorry, you already bought it all. Yeah, that's what I saw. Like I saw um, Costco. I think had like a thing like we're not uh, accepting like roll, uh, toilet paper and then like, other things that people were buying out. I'm like, yeah, no, keep it. How about you keep it because you were dumb enough to buy it, so keep it, and mm-hmm. that's that. Like. I don't, like, it's just, I feel like for sure the media, you know, like, they they lie, number one. And then number two, instead of, like, everyone giving, you know, one exact fact, it's, like, seven different versions of it. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's how, like, people get, like, they misunderstand things. They, they you know, it's not right because I feel like... In the beginning, people were saying, like, oh, it's not in the air. And then some people were like, oh, yeah, it's in the air now. And then other people, no, it's And I'm just like, okay. Like, we, people just need to get it together, especially the government. Like, I feel like the government has been doing a very bad job. Yeah, they've definitely been doing a terrible job at Because I'm like, how is it that these countries like Japan, Korea, and China are, like, shutting everything down. They're like, oh, you don't have to pay rent. You don't have to do anything. Literally stay your ass home. But, no, the U.S. is like, oh, make sure you don't miss on the rent. They're like, oh, we're not going to kick anybody out, you know, blah, 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 until right now there's, like, a law. And I'm like, yeah, you're telling me that, right, that I don't have to pay my rent, right? But in five months, when this thing goes back to normal, so I, you're telling me I have to pay, like, $10,000 worth of rent that I owe? Where am I supposed to get that from? Exactly. That's that's another thing I I try to tell people that the U.S. really doesn't care about its people. The no, US absolutely really they don't. Care they do not about the people, and yet I, I I just you know no offense to all my gringo listeners and my gringo friends, but y'all white people ain't right in the head. Exactly. I'm gonna be honest, John. Like I I, I don't like it when. When some people come up to me, oh Manuel, did you vote? Oh Manny, did you vote? Oh, like for what? That's it's it's not helping anything. At the end of the day, they're still against us, and they're doing what's good for them and not for us. Yeah, I mean honestly, it's so sad because because you're right. Like, why is it that people like people talk about the U.S. as like this powerful, you know, the most amazing country in the world, like freedom, liberty, and justice for all, and all that crap, but at the end of the day, I'm like, they do not care about what is happening right now, like, so many, like I just told you earlier, so many people are literally going to bed tonight not knowing if they're gonna make this month's rent, and that is is something that I'm like, that is so sad, because it's supposed to be the best country in the world, right? But yet, people are not being taken care of. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. That's all cerrado. It is true. I mean, it's just I I see it as they don't they don't really care, and they're just letting people pretty much 
go crazy right now. And I, and I've heard that some places are looting now. Like I think in New York, they're starting to to steal and shit and break oh my into houses. God, that's and, so crazy. Yeah. And I feel like you know it can get out of control if they don't actually take action. Pero no, they, you know, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care until something actually starts. Like I, I, I mean, I feel kind of bad saying this, but at the same time, I don't care that. I feel like it's it's gonna have to take for a big pandemic to hit the Pentagon or the White House or something in order for them to listen. Exactly, in order for them to care. But other than that, they don't. They they ain't gonna care. Yeah, they're not. But you know, aside from all that, all that bad stuff going on, let's let's try to end this on a good note. Now we want to yeah, talk let's about, talk about something some, positive. some music, you know, music out there that we like. Now, now okay. if I can know what, what artists right now are you interested in? Or what music do you currently listen to now that all this stuff's going on? Dang, I feel, I mean, honestly, I feel like I listen to it all. Like my, once I hit shuffle on my phone, it's all types of different shit. Like Sonidero, Banda, Rap hip-hop, um, reggaeton, bachata, salsa, cumbia. Like, I have everything, honestly. But I don't I don't know. Like, can I ever pick something? Let me see. Can I pick, like, my favorite or something? Mm, my favorite at the moment? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. You're probably going to be like, okay, that's everyone's favorite. No, but honestly, Bad Bunny right now with that last album, that thing is fire. Him and J Balvin. I love their two new albums. They're so, so good. I think, honestly, J Balvin is so freaking creative. I love him. And, you know, Bad Bunny is just very, very talented. I, I'm always down for a good Bad Bunny song. I give it I give it to Bad Bunny. His album was pretty good. But I'm going to be honest. I didn't like the whole album. You know me. Uh, I, like, I, like, I like certain type of music. And... I didn't like, I think about, I like most of the album, but I didn't like two or three songs off that album. I mean, that's a, that's very fair. I feel like that's good. Not everybody has to like every single song. Two or three mm-hmm. out of the whole thing, it's very good. That's like, what, 80% or yeah, something? Yeah, that, that, that album was, I, I'll give it to him. That album was pretty good. But <laughs> did you like the J Balvin one or the Bad Bunny more? I feel like they're both so different because I love, um, J Balvin's concept of like the whole arcoiris and how the songs are like blanco, morado, negro because if you actually pay attention to every song and the color name of the song you can tell like why he would name it that you know like negro was like about this one girl who just wants to you know whatever have fun blah 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 it's very like if you listen to it it's kind of like dark in a way like that one song and then if you listen to like Blanco it's very like um how can I explain it I don't know but I I mean it's hard to explain but like if you actually listen to it I really did like the concept and I feel like Bad Bunny was different because he has he brought a lot of the old reggaeton back and that's what got people to listen I feel like I mean Mm -hmm. for sure when I heard the album I was like no way he put this song I was like oh my god oh my god this is my song this is he brought back like well, like maybe like four of his songs in the whole thing are like from old reggaeton. Plus, you know, other songs that are really, really good too. But those, I feel like, are definitely a hit. 
I like that he brought back in Yoeli Randy. Yes, I was like, absolutely. okay, I was like, okay, Bad Bunny. All right, you bring it, you bring it back to the old school. I like that. Yeah, I loved it. I think honestly, it was a really, really good idea. Like, it was one of my favorite. Like, two. There's like two songs that are like really, really good. I liked it, and I, I think he has really good. Like, not only does he have like Ferreo songs, but he has like a few that are like slow, but they're they're the lyrics are just like there. They they hit. You're like, mm -hmm. dang, like, I love this song. Like, he has a way of, like, making sure that even though it's a slow song, you're still going to listen. It's still going to be a hit. Yeah. I for sure like it. I, I definitely like it. But, no, I have a question for you because you're Mexican and I know you listen. How do you feel about the new um, style of corridos, like the uh, trap corridos and, like, the new little grupitos that are coming out? I mean, uh, I mean, it's, I I like some of it, but some of it I feel like they're trying a little too hard to get into that image, and mm -hmm. and they're just following along with like all these other, the tololoche and all of that stuff. They're just trying to pretty much match that what other people have done. I mean, now I do like the group um, Tercer Elemento. They're pretty good, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then. Um, Another another guy who, who another group I like is uh, what are they called? Uh, I can't think of their name right now, but they they they've had a lot of good songs too. I mean, I'm I'm not saying it's 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 terrible, but I'm also saying it's not traditional corridos that I grew up on. Right, but I feel like I mean I completely respect your opinion. Um, I'm not saying all of them are good. Absolutely not. Some are better than others, obviously. I mean, every artist, not all of them are going to be good, right? But I feel like I will always forever listen to the old corridos, right? Like uh, an OG song is going to be an OG song. You know, oldies, traditional, like, party songs will forever be there. I feel like in my heart, in my playlist, at least, they're not going anywhere. But I feel like for sure we do... As like maybe like a new generation, we do need to like be open to like new artists, you know, because why not? Like we can't be stuck on the same thing forever. Mm -hmm. So it's like I feel like, you know, these young kids having these like new ideas of music. Of course, like is my dad going to love it? Probably not. But, you know, at least we do. And we can be like, hey, you know, listen to this song, whatever, like and be like, OK, whatever. Is he probably going to listen to it? Maybe not. But at least it's something that you know, it's there, and it's new, and it's fresh, and, you know, you have to give it up to these artists for having, you know, the creativity to create and wanting to venture out, because I'm pretty sure their parents told them that that shit was not going to work out, because, you know, a lot of us Mexicans, um, our parents are, like, stuck on the same thing, so yeah. it's like, I'm pretty sure, you know, they had it hard, like, really hard trying to come up with a song, and, you know, getting people to listen to it. So I feel like I'm definitely here for them. Not all of them, obviously, but for sure I'm here for Trap Corridos and like this new generation of, um, what are they called? Um, corridos, Corridos Tumbados. Yeah, I think that's what they're called too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of, there's like different artists and I feel like everyone has their little unique, you know, like, 
contribution to music, but for sure. I do like Tercer Elemento. I feel like his voice is definitely very different. He has, like, I think this, like, Cuban or Dominican guy playing the guitar in there. Uh-huh. And when they asked him, they were like, oh, you're not Mexican. He's like, that's okay. He's like, I like the guitar, and I just want to play it, whether it's with this or that. Like, he's like, I love it. So I feel like that also was very interesting. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, I like that they got a little bit of diversity in their group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially yeah, like, how old is the guy, do you know? Like, he's so same? young. Mm-hmm. I think he's in his 20s. I think he's like 21 or 22. I know he's young. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know he's really young. And then um, I know my mom and my dad, they don't they don't really like that style of music. They're just like, ah, that's some bullshit. Like, I'm like, they don't like his voice. Like, they say he's too high-pitched. I'm like, all right, I mean, it's all right. Don't I mean, you- yeah, I'm telling you, like, you know, some people are always going to want their traditional ways of doing things. and. You know, that's okay, but I feel like, you know, we should always be, like, open to other things, for sure. I mean, I'm still always going to, you know, jam to um, Valentina Elizalde, for sure. I'm always going to jam to Chalino. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I'm definitely down for these new people. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for them, too. You know, I, I still listen, you know, like Spotify has that new Music Friday. I check that out every Friday, see? What new stuff is out there? If I like it or not, and, you know, it's it's a lot of a lot of good music is coming out, but also a lot of crazy weird music is also have been coming out. That's too. true, but I mean, what we think is really good, you know, as Mexicans, others are gonna be like, "What is this crap?" You yeah. know. So I feel like yeah. you might think it's weird, but other people might like it. So That's everybody true. has their own personal taste. I actually, I actually had that conversation with an ex coworker too. They said, uh. Yeah, not everyone is going to have the same taste. Not everyone's going to like the music you like. So it's pretty much you just got to go with what music comes out and see if you like it or not. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, you know, I mean, that happens. No one is ever going to agree on one thing. Mm -hmm. But wait, what was it? Oh, when are, so the public wants to know, when is Mania going to come out with a new song? Shoot, I I mean, currently right now, with my friend who has the studio at his house, he's got a a baby mama that's pregnant, so he's trying to keep her safe. So I haven't really been haven't really been doing any anything lately, but I have been writing. I have been writing a lot of music, and not many people know I, I do music, which is I'm trying to keep it quiet until it gets a little bit better but at the same time i do i'm starting to let a little bit more people know about it and i mean i I got into music a few years back and i mean it's it's, yeah i know you need to send me your song again i'm gonna have to yeah i'm gonna have to send you that link but also for people who don't know about my music also uh you can follow me on instagram just manny show i got the youtube link in there too and um also, if you have any questions, I got an email for the show, justmannyshow at yahoo.com. Send me questions. Right. Let me know what if you want me to talk about something that you like, or even if you want to be in the next show, talk on the phone with me. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, make sure. I'm definitely going to um, post this link on my Instagram. Anybody that has a question, make sure you hit me up, and then I'll let Manny know. If not, just go straight to him. 
And also, I wanted to mention Carla and I have this little Instagram live talk show. It's called Wind Down Wednesday, every Wednesday at 11 p.m. Last Wednesday was really popping, so make sure you guys tune in next Wednesday because we talk about everything. It's kind of, you know, like a live podcast, what you do, but, you know, this one, you know, I feel like your topics are you know, kind of serious. That one, you sit down with a drink, and then you talk. <laughs> so <laughs> and see where it goes. Sure, yeah, make sure you guys tune in. And thank you so much for having me. It was definitely a great conversation. Um, and I cannot wait to see where this podcast goes, because you should definitely take it to YouTube. Yeah, I'm, I, that's what's hopefully plans in the future, trying to get a YouTube channel going. I want I want to get at least a good 15, 15 to twenty episodes out. You know, get some people actually listening to it, and then hopefully start having some live shows and putting it on YouTube. That's the goal for the future, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, I feel like this is a good time to like try to do stuff like that. Oh yeah, especially. I mean, I still work, but I still got my afternoons, and then still got the weekends off, so I still got I still got some time. Yeah, okay. Sorry we're not essential like you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, everything's essential to a point. To a point until they don't need us, until That's everything's canceled. <laughs> <so I know. laughs> oh, man. But, Fatima, thank you very much for speaking with me thank today. Thank you so much for having me. This Everyone is, this... stay safe. Stay your ass at home. Oh, yeah, definitely. Don't try and Go out and hang out with your friends like some people I know are doing currently right now. But I mean, hey, yeah, if it's one or two me, people, yeah, <laughs> if it's like one or two people, I mean, I'm not saying it's a terrible thing, but also don't try and pack your house with like four or five friends and try yeah. to invite more people over and like just, just relax. I'm feeling, I'm feeling attacked right now, but it's okay. Sign <laughs> <laughs> I have not had, no, we haven't had parties like that. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have no, you but soon. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah, no problem. And now I'd like to end the show with another song. It's another Bad Bunny song. And also hey. like and subscribe on CastBox. You can find this on CastBox or Spotify or anywhere else where podcasts are. That's right. And I'll be having the link in my Instagram bio. All right. Well, thank you very much, Fatima. Thank you. Have a good night. Stay safe. And everybody have a good night. Good night, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Me diferencio de la muchedumbre A mi estilo puede que no te acostumbre No sé si irme en el Mercedes o en el Maserati Una de los extranjeras que me dicen papi Están tirando el sol, ya me quieren ver Seguramente ya están locas por coger Pero soy yo quien le llevo la champaña Si no es como es, la rubia no se baña Me voy de viaje y a las dos horas me extraña O mejor dicho, el dinero que me acompaña Soy todo un pasa en la ciudad del sol Cuida tiendas, pero yo soy dueño del mall. 